Welcome back, friends, to Occultus Anonymous and our Into the West Mage Chronicle. This is Episode 11, Differing Teaching Methods. Welcome back, friends, to Occultus Anonymous, sponsored by Roll20. You're all upstanding, gentlemen. <laughs> the Onyx Path and viewers <laughs> like you. Holy crap. Uh, That's our new merch. There is, there, there is a, oh boy, yeah, yeah, oh if you no. have merch ideas, do let us know, uh, but, um, oh, yeah. yeah, there, this, oh, this stream has some energy today, so, yeah. Mm, um, and, Ralph. Yeah, basically Ralph, yeah, Ralph started this. Uh, <laughs> thank you, thank you very much, patrons, who, uh, monetarily oh, yeah. support you these channels. want to right now? Oh, are we talking about? Mm. Adele, Al, Alan, Michael, Alexander, Ang Falleth, uh, Betty Rock. Uh, Bernie, Blood Angel, Brandon, Chris, Daniel, Doc, The Undead, Delore, Emil, Funzo, Surah, Lee, George, uh, Gailen, Hail Venom, thank you, not tall, uh, Jack, Jenny, John, Josh, Julian, Catfeathers, Crazy Man, 1772, Melissa, Michael, Milo V3, Ms. Grumpy, Moku, Neomagus, Noba, Other Michael, Parker, Perry, Puppeteer, Riafio, Ryan, Shaksara, Sina, Terran, The Arcane, Thomas, Toast, Usuf, Sama, Vortex, uh, Woodsound, and Zoltan. Thank you all very much for your support. Um, it's it's it really is phenomenal. Um, we we greatly appreciate you hanging out with us. Uh, oh, I'm am I notably quieter than everybody? Hmm. I told yeah, you. I turned the volume up on you. Oh, I thought it was just on my end. Oh no, that's just literally me trying to figure out where to put the mic. Uh, at last time, I was looking at my recording and I was blowing things out. Uh, and it came across very crackly. So fine tuning. Um, hi, super professional team here. Uh, you know, shout outs to our production crew behind <coughs> the cameras here uh, that are making us all sound amazing. <laughs> Wait, do you have a production crew? <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Um, yeah, when we last left off, uh, we were split. Yeah, basically two ways, but kind of two three and a ways. Half. Two and a half. Yeah, I like that. Two and a half ways. How does that work? Uh, yes. Um, First, you get a baby. <laughs> oh, hang on. <laughs> I don't know where we're going with that, but let's just pump the brakes there. It's uh, a Bible story. And, I, it, and that's true. But also, still not all that great. Uh, no. <laughs> one of those mothers was a total asshole. Um, so, yes. Um, we uh, we pick up with Theo. uh watching over um uh i almost said ralph jean paul as uh he is meditating uh first within to uh his own oneros and then finding a link in a chain and after speaking with his daemon who uh was kind of freaked out about new knowledge and new understanding and all of a sudden realizing they have new questions, uh, Jean-Paul walked along this enormous ship chain that led into the ocean of wherever, and uh, following it, uh, made their way uh, somewhere. Also, to the Isle of... Was it Isle of Regret? Oh, uh, they had been... Had taken the... Taken yeah. Regret to an island, yes. Uh, but that wasn't necessarily where you show up because when the daemon gets involved, you can get thrown anywhere. Um, separately, just in case people missed last episode or anything, uh, Isabel and Gisela decided to go uh, 
spelunking uh, into a little cave after making a deal with a totally chill, absolutely not dangerous mermaid spirit thing um, and found a hallow, which was also a locust. And Isabel does have a have a date with with said uh, totally not murderous um, uh, spirit. Yeah. Um, and also found, hey, Locus, it leads somewhere else. Um, so they're there. Uh, but yes, we pick up as Jean-Paul is walking along this chain, thinking of Papa Legba, thinking of connection. And um, I believe we already had the resolve and composure roll. Yeah, I think I made the roll. Yeah, there it is. Three successes. Got three successes. Right on. Um, And the ocean, you know, kind of draws in over, you know, swallows you up. um, But your feet maintain their grip on the chain. No floating up. um, And the ocean of notions. I like that. Um, As, you know, ideas and thoughts kind of draw you in and I feel like just to go with the whole aquatic vibe um, there is suddenly a tugging as if something has caught onto your shirt um, mm-hmm. uh, or actually perhaps the the big coat that you've got uh, in your astral form and are mm-hmm. just yanked um, down deep um, and it gets dark and squishy and you know is it thassalophobia you know kicks in uh except it's not a phobia this is a very real and a- adequate fear um space and, is a lie and, and yeah maybe a little bit um and are basically transitioning from this place that as, as you leave now you feel that the nostalgia, the home feel, the I'm comfortable here, or at least welcome here vibe, and are suddenly stumbling forward, no longer on a chain, but looking forward onto a dark dirt road. Um, uh, Of course, all dirt roads back then are dark because there's no street lights or anything um but uh the moon is hidden behind clouds um Mm -hmm. and you know it's barely a thing um squinting into you know the dark and it is foggy and the air just feels close um and your feet kind of carry you forward those last steps from stumbling and you find yourself standing at a crossroads uh, with, of course, of course, uh, with ye classic big, uh, you know, wood pole with arrows mm. pointing in different directions. Um, one says relationships, another says rivalries, another says, I don't know. Somebody throw some other ideas at me here. Opportunity. Opportunity. Uh, or, and, you know, uh, yeah, and I think perhaps distance, <laughs> grudges, mm. ooh, yes, uh, thank you, chat, um, and you find yourself standing 
there, but also do not feel alone. Mm-hmm. Of course. So at this point, um, Cloak knows that this is a phenomenological experience. So whereas before he thought he needed to take a ship with the label regret to get to a specific place and that these things are distant and that he's traveling through an environment that has fixed distances and he's coming to understand that especially in this context that that is an illusion that when he saw those islands at a distance from his island right the islands that represent Theo and Isabel Gisela that that was a representation of the fact that they are minds apart not the fact that they are across an ocean, an actual ocean of water. They're across an expanse of connection and meaning. So he's at this crossroads, and the crossroads represents a number of things for him. And so he thinks about those things, the things that it represents in Bodu, and the fact that Baba Legba is associated with the crossroads and the guardian of the crossroads. And because this is phenomenological, he believes that Legba's present and he doesn't have to greet them the same way he would. Whereas before, he's called upon Bodu, he's used a standard chant in order to welcome Legba as the guardian of the Potomitan in the center of a you know, voodoo ceremony. And he closes his eyes, and he decides to try and reach out phenomenologically. So instead of using his voice, or trying to manifest some physical connection, he just tries to connect with Legra through pure meaning. Cool. Um, let's roll. Uh, actually, yep. Yeah, uh, power plus finesse. Cool. Cloak wants to do good at this course. Let's make it happen. And we're spinning a willy. Oh, sure, we can call it that. <laughs> oh, right. I'm, I'm referencing Chris responding when I did that before. <laughs> so get get a willy, and then Chris was like, "I don't know how I feel about you saying that." <laughs> uh, but three successes, um, and yeah, um, kind of just have a moment there where you just try to reach out with your mental self, even within. You know, this place where your physical self is still mental and social, but I like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it, like nothing's really happening. You you feel. Mm-hmm. I imagine the astral self is trying to reach out while also standing still. And yeah. you hear the sound of creaking carts coming mm-hmm. down the way. Uh, you see shadows start to be cast as this lantern on the end of a you know ox pulled cart comes by and there's a hunched over man in it one side and yeah, step off to the side he rolls on by then little narrative time passes right uh, mm-hmm. and then a pair of women look 
very European dressed. Uh, this is definitely mm-hmm. not people from you know Port-au-Prince, but where you had quote unquote just been. Um, yeah. Or you know, kind of walk by and you know, kind of hold to each other and then stop at the crossroads and look at you there. Mm-hmm. Do I we make so. a deal with you? You always make a deal when you choose to go in a certain place. Oh, he says, sorry. I mean, let me, let me rephrase that. Um, you always leave something behind when you go somewhere new. Do, you, do we have to tell you what we want? That's probably the best way to get to where you want to be. They kind of look at each other, unsure, and kind of talk amongst themselves, these low whispers, and kind of nod, looking at you. And then one steps forward and sit. Oh, hang on. Get my notes. My notes. I made my name generator. Uh, yeah. Oh, I'm not using that name. Sorry. Got to pick a different one. <laughs> uh, what was it? Ruby Rose. <laughs> like, uh, no, hang on. Uh, uh, yeah. So, uh, it's probably for the best to just yell Corbin. Uh, yeah. Um, I hadn't even thought about that one either. Um, but no, um, one of the women kind of steps forward and says, I want that Emily Reed. I want her to just get ugly or, 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 or something. I want her to stop talking to my Luca. Hmm. You want the connection between them to end? Sure. Why do you say sure? Why are you not confident that that's what you want? Connection, desire, whatever you want to call it. I just, she needs to stop looking at him. What about you and Luca? Oh, we're fine. Are you? Yeah. What do you know about it? I know nothing. I know that connection is important. And I know that people can form many connections with many people. You come and you ask. And then Cloak is going to try and start using some of the epithets of Legba as he starts interacting with her, right? Or as as he is interacting with her. He says, You come and you, you beseech the opener of ways and the guardian of connection to ask that a connection end. Yet you request nothing for the connection that you state has not been affected. Why would you worry about this new connection if nothing has happened to the old? Watches the the two of them like they 
you kind of draw back, uh, feel reprimanded, right? Um, and, you know, you're not who we thought you were. And then, who like, did you draw, think I was? And, like, yeah, they're, they're scurrying on. Oh, okay. But as they kind of, you know, vanish into fog, uh, mm-hmm. you notice that as you have been standing here, you know, car goes by these two ladies, the little wood post there has mm-hmm. changed. The directions oh. have changed. The, the labels have changed. And you're no- noticing that even the roads leading into this crossroads have changed. You could have sworn they were dirt earlier. and But now, well, this one that you're standing next to is dirt, but those two are paved in cobblestone. And that one over there is like these long, like smoothed, um, like mud path, uh, like packed mud. Um, and things have shifted a little bit. But, you know, moment, by the time you were noticing this, uh, mm-hmm. there's a voice. It says, yeah, devil at the crossroads, we bit more popular than me these days <laughs> um well cloak turns towards the voice you see a pretty close duplicate of yourself uh, a little Alrighty. bit more um well for the, the papa aspect the straw hat maybe and older a little bit uh and also a little more stylized uh, a little mm. bit more exaggerated uh, a little bit more but uh yeah it's you know it's it's well i mean looking one could easily assume papa like but mm. fantastic and i imagine considering we're in a phenomenological context it feels like papa legba to cloak. Yeah. And just I mean I'm definitely getting that out of character, right? right. Following the narrative here. Um so Cloak laughs a hearty laugh. Um and says Well as I have learned some devils are just an angel in a clever disguise. Sure. Some devils. Definitely real devils out there. So Cloak then um, uh, bows to Papa Legba because uh, this is, you know, a really meaningful thing. And he's trying to um, steal himself not to uh, genuflect, right? He doesn't want to kneel and prostrate himself and gush over him, but because um, I'm, he thinks that that uh, you know it, this has been a quick education for him. That okay, you know this is this is his identity now. So he's he's expecting that Peck that that Legba is going to anticipate a certain behavior for him from him. So he bows and he says, um, "Do you know my name?" kind of looks you up and down and says, Legba, like me, right? 
It seems that is the case now. He puts a little effort in his name and he says, That wasn't always my name. I first went by the name Jean-Paul. And then when I was initiated, I gained a title. And those I led knew me as an Umgang. I've and now, never met one of your kind on this side. I might be the first. There are others who do what you do, but among, I think you would probably say my followers, mm. I think you may be the first. We are no longer in Haiti. We are in a place where no Lua have visited for months. Big, big laugh says, no, no, I suspect not. Probably never will. Well, unless you figure something out. Why is that? Mm, well, Haiti is special. Why? I don't know. But maybe it was you all making it special? Maybe it's voodoo itself? But Haiti is the only place those like me can visit those like you. Hmm. Walk with me. And, you know, kind of walks and he's got that limp uh, holding on to the cane and hmm. like steps onto the crossroads and then steps off. Just literally onto the road and back off the road and you are just it's the the pull of, you know, a speeding truck and the air mm -hmm. that pulls you along, the passing of a boat dragging, being dragged in the wake and just that motion. And you're suddenly standing in, I, I imagine, a place that uh, Jean-Paul at least recognizes from stories, big, tall, white marble columns um, and men and women walking around in togas um mm -hmm. and legba kind of looks down and says all right you gotta make me look good here kind of walks forward and like the chest puffs out head comes up and and you know for a guy with a limp and a cane struts all right would it now be the time for cloak to function as a herald uh, no, I think it's, uh, it, I mean, it's definitely, you know, stick close and, you know, kind okay, of thing. Cool. But gotcha. yeah, I appreciate the, like, okay, what, what, what does he need? Yeah. Um, and steps forward and this figure in, in uh, you know, short tunic and flappy feet, 
feather where winged shoes i'd get there eventually uh kind of, <laughs> you know steps up with a with a quickness and says lagma and there's definitely like the little bit of respect you know of peers oh, yeah. right and legba kind of nods and says hermes and they kind of eye each other up and then hermes kind of looks over to you and while legba is you know, probably several feet taller than you and has this impress. Hermes is, you know, your height and looks very human. Um, and, mm. you know, kind of, you know, jaunty motions and stuff like that. And, you know, a lot of this, you know, energy, the, the mischief aspect of him and kind of looks over at you, looks, looks up at Legba and says, who's the duplicate? Legba, you know, brings his cane around, kind of grins and says, introduce yourself. Tell him how you know me. And like all the the smiles and like, you know, puffed out chest. (laughs) (laughs) Cloak um, says, um, welcome, Hermes. I am a supplicant, a priest, an ugan, a worshiper, an honored servant, and a devotee of Papa Legba, he who is the opener of ways, the guardian of the crossroads, the master of understanding. <laughs> Papa Legba puts his hand on your shoulder. Says, tell him, tell him what we do in voodoo. We prepare ourselves so that the Lua can grace us with their presence, mount us, show us how to live, and connect us to Bondier. Legba nods his head and says, and, 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 and tell Hermes, you ever done that on the other side, where we come to visit you? Yes, many times. The past two months, or actually, you know, he's not going to say that. He says, many times. And it is always the highest of honors when Papa Ligba comes himself. <laughs> and Hermes is like, the arms are crossed, the, the eyebrows knit, and goes, <laughs> What? Nobody crosses over. They worship us, that's it. They worship us, they talk about us, they love us. What, what is what is this? And kind of like looking from you, looking up to him, and like definitely feels like there's he, the trick. A trick is being played. It's like no, no, no. And like it, the next thing you know, Hermes is like standing next to you. Like he has just moved there, no intervening distance, and mm-hmm. kind of eyeing you up. Like you know, face you know the the alien movie right right up against, looking you up and down. Shit. If you don't, if you don't believe me, would you like to see? See, see what? I can show you what it's like. I can show you my memory and experience of it. And you can definitely see the warring emotions of that sounds cool, but also, hmm, I don't know who you are, or what you are, and I don't think I want you doing anything to me. And kind of steps back and goes. Nah, Legba's not much for for lying. He is not. 
Legba kind of nods and looks at <coughs> you know looks from you to Hermes and hey, you tell the rest of the Olympians. All right, we're getting out of here. <laughs> and just like, like and, and and the the step back onto the crossroads and drags you with and mm-hmm. and this is definitely part of where you know you'll you'll have to kind of fill in the gaps for. But what would be sure? What would be Legba's like home? The, you know, the place where he would reside. Because obviously, you know, they don't have a pantheon the way, you know, we think of Olympus necessarily. Yeah, well, one way you could uh, articulate this for the game and the narrative, right, is returning to some archetypical example of a pleasant crossroads where there are dogs. So maybe with like um, a short stone wall. An offense implying distance and rolling hills in the back. Some trees around and the opportunity to go in many different directions and to experience many different things. Yeah. Yeah. And, and like the kind of thing if like you're walking through any part of um, the old world. And I mean like lowercase o, not like the different continents or regions of the world, but like before industrialization. Right. Like the kind of scene where you're definitely going to end up, right? Like an archetypical example of regardless of where you are, at some point you're going to end up here. And dogs just roaming. Yep. Yep. And, you know, Legba just drags you there into all these you know, branching paths in every different direction um, and kind of looks down and says, All right. That worked out. <laughs> Yes. And kind of lowers him down onto a fence. Um, you know, well, not a fence, but, you know, stone stone fence. And, you know, short wall. Kind of looks at you now a little bit more eye to eye. Says, now, what brings a supplicant here? I wanted to know what happened. And it seems now I do. But, hey, IT is special. So... You and the other Lua will not visit us in Purgatory Bluff. But in exchange for that, I've gained something. I've learned my name, I think. In stating who you are, I've learned who I am to be. And what my responsibility is. To represent you and to represent myself in a shared responsibility as the opener of ways, the guardian of the crossroads, and the master of understanding. Kind of imagine lean, you know, got the got the Yoda stance going, right? The cane between the legs, kind of lean forward and goes, well, yeah, that sounds like a fair deal to me. And don't get it crossways, especially if you've come here. You know more, and like there's emphasis on that no, right? Hmm. So, you know the truth of it, voodoo. Nothing wrong with it, but no, it's not the whole picture. But if you're going to be like, but. To them, to 
whoever's no longer there in Haiti, then be Legba. I'm all right with that. You seem to be a good Legba. Thank you. All right, get on, get. <laughs> um, Cloak idly, you know, leans down, uh, pet a couple of dogs. Right. And says, um, I will find you again. Not hard to find. You just To the walk. dogs, right? <laughs> to the dogs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Come on, doggy. Um, yeah, he says, I, w- I will find you again. Not hard to find. You're welcome. Especially, you know, connected as we are. We are connected. So, um, Cloak bows. And then um, he's going to do what Legba does, right? He realizes that, you know, like this has been an accelerated education. So, distance is a lie. You step on the crossroads... Um, with the intent of going where you want to be and you end up where you're supposed to be or you end up where you intend, right? So he's going to step on the crossroads to get back to the first crossroads thinking that there need to be waypoints um, or at least that's that's what he was first thinking and then he's like, wait a minute, that, that's, that doesn't make any sense, right? The crossroads is the road takes you to where you want to be. So he's going to step on the crossroad as he's like about to put the foot down like, oh, I got to do these waypoints, things like that. He's like, no, no, it doesn't make any sense. He's going to step on the crossroads and think, I need to go back to talk to my Damon. Cool. Uh, so resolve plus composure. Cool. <laughs> Throwing more willpower at it, but definitely gets No, that wasn't willpower. That's just a oh, standard rule. right. You're right. Yep. Um, and yeah, so stepping, you know, along the, the crossroads and just following it, you know, back into your own Eros or more specifically back towards your body and stepping back off the path mm-hmm. into your own Eros. And you find yourself at this point now stepping more confidently onto the docks at Port-au-Prince. Ah, cool. And All right. We'll pause here. Uh, Actually, more specifically, is there any specific things that you want to speak with your daemon, or can uh, shall we accelerate up to uh, returning back to your body? We can do that because um, uh, he's going to return to his Aneros in the future, right? And I want to get back to everybody else being able to, you know, have scenes and stuff like that, and let's talk I'm together. Chill the, um, personally, but, I'm chill till this gets resolved. But. All right. <laughs> I am. Uh, there is one thing he specifically wanted to do, in which we can deal with narrative time and, mm-hmm. and a narrative interaction. Um, he wanted to go to his daemon, right, and just return and state his name to his daemon and have his daemon repeat his name back to him. Like a mutual understanding that this is who we are, this is who I am, I've talked to Legba and it's been affirmed, and that's who, that's what I'm going to be doing moving forward. And then he could, you know, come back to consciousness. Which is perfect. Uh, we uh, cool. have a moment here in, in passing where, you know, Theo can see you know, Jean-Paul's eyes open um, and oh, the, the the awe of like, I have seen things. And we cut over to uh, Gisela and Isabel in in the Jork cave that they do have night vision for um, and so therefore can see, um, have discovered that this is a hallow, discovered that it is a locus. And I believe um, 
Ash, uh, Gizela scooped up basically a bunch of mana water. Uh, and I think yeah, that's kind of basically filled my canteen with the mana water. So, right. And, uh, Isabel had picked up three, four essence, four essence. Cool. And, and then the question becomes, how do we get out of here? And there is a river spirit waiting outside that way we came in. Yeah, we ended with Isabel looking through the locust and seeing uh, a whole nother world. Yeah, more more studying it and recognizing that there is. Yeah. <laughs> there is a lot to consider with this. It is two things at once. It seems very useful. Provided we can get to it. Yes. Did you have a plan for getting out? Besides the rope that you guys totally did hang up. Yeah, we have a rope. I mean, getting out without having to meet up with the river spirit. Oh, it'll be fine. Okay. We need a better way to get here. Because I don't assume it'll want to bargain with us every time. No, especially if I don't stay with it. If you don't follow through, yes. You have hmm. to cross the river fairly often, right? Me? No. You go out riding? Yeah, but Not you go that way. Yeah, just out the other way, past Enright's place. Towards the mountains. I feel like pissing off our town river is probably not a great move. Yeah, but- drowning's probably a worse one, though. Okay, so trying to think of a way back because I would like to show the others and like to get out of here. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I mean, we we have a way out right That's now, right. Yeah. but a way to return here. Yeah, I think is what she means. <laughs> How far down did we say we were? Uh, we're not that far down. Right, we did six feet. Yeah, we did a survival check. Yeah, about six feet down. So not inconsiderable, but not like, oh my god, I'm deep within the earth. It's not like an afternoon with a pickaxe to get down here. <laughs> you do have 30 miners. Or one really good one who can help you make a hole. <laughs> uh, and because I'm seeing the questions in chat, the crevices, yeah, basically the all the water that was in here in. trickles through tiny little crevices. Yeah. Yeah, we have like the one tunnel and then little slits. And um, are there spirits around the locust? Um, currently, there is basically uh 
there's a few fish spirits um mm-hmm. and then a like actually currently that's that's all you see yes because mm-hmm. okay. obviously it's like a watering hole you come by you visit and then you leave right right hmm. very well <sighs> well we've got a sort of wet mucky hole to climb up out of so probably ought to get started on that Chris deciding to not go with the terrible dangerous option it goes with the less terrible less dangerous option uh, well the well did you tell this is about the portal I guess or about that this is a locust that spirits hang out at Yeah. Um, Will those cause us problems? In what way? I don't know. I don't really like the idea of being surrounded by things that I can't see. That are hanging out in a space that I would like to be like that I go too often. They generally will not have any reason to bother you unless you interfere with their food or their mm. vibe. <laughs> yeah, like in character should be struggling. There's bread. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bread. Okay, so they probably shouldn't have a problem with me. Because I don't think I can do any of that. Right. So, okay. Well. Can I? Hmm. We can still see the ley lines and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Unless you were to change these. I don't know how like grab and pull just now so that we can see them and based on all the other arcana that we've seen so far well once you see it then you can start to mess with it so right Mm -hmm. sort of a little inference there um yeah but I mean if we don't give them a reason to mess with us, I think we will be fine. Okay. The little ones... They probably just want to have a little snack. Think of this as a watering hole. Okay. <laughs> you want to go first or should I? You went first coming down here, so I'll lead the way back. Cool. Uh, give me either survival or athletics checks. You want to say that again? Survival or athletics checks. Four from... I'm getting this. Yeah. 
You lose Craig. Uh, I think you can pause for a moment, take care of something. All right. Zero successes from Isabel. Are we keeping that as a regular failure or are we taking a dramatic failure? Yeah, that's good. That's a regular. Um, It's like, because I definitely come up with some ideas in this tiny little tunnel. Could be fun. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah. uh, So, uh, yeah. As you guys are, you know, crawling out, uh, Isabel leading the way, um, you 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 find you a, a real good rock there, Isabel, um, and yeah, your dress is gonna need some some stitching, and your skin is probably gonna need some stitching. That's a real good cut. I'm probably gonna go ahead and put that as one lethal. Ooh, damn! Kind of sharp. Yeah, one. yeah. I can patch your dress. Yeah. As you guys are crawling along, you hear the scream of ow. It's like, I can fix the dress. Yeah. Get that river water in that wound. Oh, fortunately, it's, muck. Yeah, fortunately, it's nice and dry. And yeah, the muck. Actually, the muck is all under you. So it's fine. <laughs> It'll be fine. We are not playing uh, Oregon Trail. No. <laughs> no, Perry, you cannot. Are we not? Cannot do this thing. <laughs> <laughs> no. Anyways, <laughs> scooting right along, uh, you guys do eventually kind of drag yourself out. Isabel, kind of wounded and helping Gisela out. Um, the spirit, Purgatory, Purgatorio, whatever mm-hmm. you want to call her, is there just watching, waiting, and kind of looks out towards you know the sky and says. I'll see you at sundown. Well, seeing as how I am just having suffered an injury, I don't know how well I'd be able to swim this evening. That's not part of the bargain. Well, perhaps I can buy my way out of the contract. You're going to renegotiate. With me. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah, presence plus persuasion. Like, yeah. And considering I know what you're probably bargaining with, um, uh, are you going to kind of tease that at her? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead and uh, give yourself a plus two. By the way, that is a total because of how much essence you have. And uh, it, that's actually a plus four, but you were right. at a minus two originally. You're basically going to offer it all of it, right? Okay. Yeah. And then, oh, and willpower. Perfect. So uh-huh. she looks at you and, you know, I, I feel like there's a, you know, mage equivalent not quite you know flaring your nimbus but a, a show of yes look how juicy and uh, full of essence i am kind of thing and and do you actually verbalize so like and open the briefcase on the gold light <laughs> right so yeah like i mean we've talked on the about like how i see me just being able to do like cantrips right like zero level attainments zero level spells and like i feel like just being like look 
<laughs> just like sort of holding out your hand and just like, ooh, it's deep, it's mysterious, it's water. It's perfect for you. Oh, that's true. It is very her essence. I hadn't thought about that, uh, which does make this much easier. She kind of looks at you and then like, imagine steps up out of the river, you know, and water just seems to cascade over and the little fish tail becomes this like full length, you know, dress that just pours over and you can't even see her feet and just kind of lays her hand, runs it across your shoulders away from the cut. But, you know, and says, I'll take that. And because I imagine you're not resisting, uh, I'm just not even going to have her roll. And she just draws the essence out of you. It says, a deal is made. And like, as you are talking, you could hear the sound of the water running back down into mm-hmm. that cavern. She says, next time, the price might be higher. As she like turns <laughs> and like, it is a very <laughs> flaunty, dramatic step and just flows down into the water. Excellent. You Meanwhile, get- I saw half of this. Yeah. Uh, like, so... We're good here. We're good. Isabel's fast talking deal maker. Mm-hmm. Okay. I didn't even fa- I didn't even talk that fast. I was completely open. <laughs> That's right. I was just like, hey, I'll make a deal with you. It's fine. Sometimes it's so good. You don't need to pull out all the stops. Right. He can just pay somebody to leave. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> I might give to- you twenty dollars to fuck off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I want to like walk along the ground above the cavern. Mm-hmm. And see if I can figure out where it is underneath us. It's 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 pretty straightforward because the the little tunnel that you crawled down was fairly straight, um, just you know angled down, um, and so yeah, it takes you a little bit of clambering up the riverbank and kind of like putting the the little inlet, for lack of a better term, uh, behind your back. You can kind of kind of pace out and find, and it's it's you know rock and shrub and you know tall grass. Uh, but otherwise uneventful and un you know uninteresting space you know and just knowing you know I imagine kind of like no like magic about it but just like yeah about right there just kind of pointing down it's like somewhere right there you know and it's a fairly large cavern so getting close you'll be good the big question is because it is just out here in the open yeah Yeah, I want. I wanted to like leave a mark or something so I could come back and dig. I figure we should be able. Well, I don't want to be noticed, but we have someone who can help with that. Yep. Um, <laughs> yeah, I want to basically just go down and try to make like a trap door that you can cover with grass. Sure. Not a bad idea. Um, but for right now, I'm going to, I guess, note it, mark it. Yeah. Um, we'll scratch on the rock. Or arrange whatever. a rock a certain way. Yeah. Yeah. A handful. I mean, especially like at this distance, nobody would spot. But once you're down here, several rocks stacked on top of each other mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Yep. Yeah. Uh, even stomping down a bunch of grass. Um, yeah. Okay. Make your mark. I can also recall the memory for you of exactly where it is. Very <laughs> true. Don't read. I mean, 
that's hubrisy because <laughs> I can just remember it on my own. Yeah. I'm not saying a cloak would be inclined to do that. I'm just mentioning other I'm just like, yeah, you could, or we could just do that without a spell. Right. Okay. What's, the, um, what's the weather like? Uh, so we approach yeah, sort of as, as you are coming out, I cut over to my random weather generator. Hang on here. Ready to go. Da, 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 da. But that's true. I should be checking that a little bit more often. Uh, oh, my God. All these D&D. There we go. Where's my dice roller? Because this one isn't automated or anything. It's just what ye classic Reddit thread. Mm -hmm. um, it appears to be ahem, uh, humid. Mm -hmm. uh, with dark ominous clouds. Good. Nice. And blah, 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 blah. I don't care about any of those. It's like the weather has been like this for it. Nah, we don't care. What's, what's, what's right now? Yeah, so, yeah. Especially with the humidity, though. That said, you did just come out of a really humid, though very cold oh. cave. Um, yeah. But, yeah. Uh, crawling up out of that. And, yeah, I, I think, especially considering Gisel, uh, Isabel's, you know, intense. Intent. Intent? There we go. I get there. Uh, just kind of looking up and seeing that, you know, rumbling off in the distance and going, ah. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like my friend might be back tonight. Somewhere unheard <laughs> is a gibbering denim going down again. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have plans for how to deal with it this time? The same way I just did with the river. Do you have another spot we're pointing at the ground? Well, the spirits themselves don't always draw from a locus. I've seen them feed just off of the right conditions. So, storm gets a little closer. Should be the right conditions. Well, good luck. Mm -hmm. Imagine because you had, because you had enough of that last time. Right. Yeah, I'm, I'm not um, going along with this one. Um, but I imagine you guys are having this conversation on the the careful yeah, as we're walking back. back. Yep. Yeah, because I imagine the storm's like. A ways off, right? Yeah. So I have time yeah. to prepare. Yep, absolutely. So we cut over to uh, Cloak and, uh, well, Legba and uh, Theo, you know, sitting in the cave. Probably had a, a quick little synopsis of, you know, where you'd been and what you'd seen. And we pick up to the, the good stuff. Sounds good. Welcome back. Thank you, Theo. Oh, exit, sorry. Thank you, Madame Stokes. I think there might be a transition in our relationship at this point. Yours and mine? Yes. I have a new identity to share with you. You tell. 
you should probably no longer call me Jean-Paul because that is something I'm leaving. As I said before, you never escape your past. You can't. It's just another link in the chain. But I'm further along the chain that brings me to where I need to be. And so with the blessing of Papa Legba, I am now he. I am now Legba, the opener of ways, the guardian of the crossroads, the great elocutioner, the master of understanding. Um, that's a bit of mouthful. Is it okay if I just call you Legba? Yes, it is. But names have power, so invoking it for you and sharing it with you for the first time has much greater meaning if I share its entirety. Understood. Um, am I to call you Legba around, just around town as well? Or is this more of a secret thing? Craig, with the, the, the very good meta play. <laughs> Thank you. Yep, totally. It's not an identity I can abandon, so... In some ways, Jean-Paul will now be a guise when I'm dealing with people who cannot connect in terms based on my identity as Legba. People who cannot connect as we connect. Yes. And I think the Maroons will have a strange interaction with me, but it'll be easier for them to begin calling me Legba. So it will probably be gradual. So Legba is one of the lower? Papa Legba is, well, a good way to call it is the chief lower. Uh, and then Cloak remembers the syncretic traditions of voodoo and says, Papa Legba is like St. Peter. The guardian of the gate. Yes. Of course, in our tradition, he has other responsibilities and other mantles. Mm -hmm. But in some ways, St. Peter does too. People just don't recognize that. You can't get to any place of understanding without passing across a threshold. And what is a gate? if not an ornate threshold. Um, may I ask a possibly ignorant question? Yes. You told me about another Loa in Baron Samdi. Mm, yes. Are they related somehow? They are connected. They have different aspects, different mantles. But they're not enemies. No. The Lua are not enemies. Uh, one simplistic way to think is that Baron Samdi uh, reports to Papa Legba in a way, but if I led you to believe that that is the entirety of their association, it would be disrespectful to them. 
I just mean that Papa Legba has responsibility for connecting all of us to all of them and connecting all of them to Bondier. I think that I could get you to meet Baron Samdi if you wish. Oh, Baron Samdi did sound intriguing. I think he would like you. That would be refreshing somebody who likes me on first meeting. <laughs> it would be, or it wouldn't be the first time for you, because I did. Well, thank you. Um, I was uh, studying you while you were doing what you were doing. And it was very interesting. You you seemed to turn in on yourself. Hmm. And then sort of pass through back out into the world, if that makes any sense. Hmm. So I see souls like ours is sort of this massive potential and possibilities and and yours kind of shrank down for a moment, but it's like almost like it reflected through itself afterwards. But I, I felt like you weren't here anymore. Hmm. I went somewhere else. Kind of, but you were still here. It, I'm not really clear on it. Would it but it be was okay interesting to observe the soul during that whole process. Would you say that maybe I connected my soul to somewhere else? Yeah, possibly. But through... It's hard to explain. Imagine like a drop of water. If you can freeze it in your mind, the rays that come out. And then if you just sort of retract and then have it appear the same way through the other side of this water... Uh, from inside the water. Yeah, as if you took a raindrop splashing into the surface of the water and if you could freeze it and then turn it upside down. So it, it looked the same, but it was different. It, it's like you were entering something different. I'd be interested to try that. I think I could help you. And you were able I also to... Think- Oh, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. No. You were able to speak to your guardian? I was able to speak to... Pa- oh, oh, the other day. I did meet her. Me. <laughs> we had a conversation. And I should quickly say that... Uh, I did not understand who was the guardian of your mind and soul before well that makes two of us I might be able to help you meet her I would love that dearly as long as there's no danger to you I think at this point in my understanding that there would be less danger than there would have before 
I can likely protect myself, and if I am with you, and we are in where I think I can catch you, if we are in your soul, you uh, won't appear so dreamlike, hard to see, inchoate. Also, and then he realizes the thing he was actually really excited about. This is what I know now. This is what I saw. I went into my soul, and when I met me, when I met the guardian of my mind, she pointed out you and Isabel and Gisela across an ocean of connection. Each of you on islands of meaning and thought. And the thing is, I realized that the ocean is metaphorical. Distance is a lie. There is only connection. And we are connected. And I believe that I could travel across that connection and enter your soul. Bearing in mind that each of us would presumably have a guardian. Yes. Who might see that as a threat. Indeed. But if you went with me into my soul... Oh, and then use that as a launching pad to get to mine. Yes. Mm, Yes, launching pad. Set sail on the on the ocean, as it were. Yes. Springboard, sorry, launching pad. Um, that has intriguing possibilities. And do you think you could get to anyone that way? I think so. I think it would be harder with people who don't have our same minds and souls. I think there's something special about our souls that makes your island stand out more to me. But I think that I could get into anyone's soul this way. You've given me a lot to think about. And it is late. And I bet Catherine is worried. Oh, no doubt. Uh, Total time passing for your actual soul dive has been about two hours. That's what I figured. We need to talk more about this. Mm -hmm. And there is more to do. There is so much more to know. And I want to see if we can come up with some way that you and Isabel and Gisela can also do this on their own. Without you having to guide us? Yes. I did give it a try, just fumbling about on my own. Wasn't very successful at all. I could feel a presence, like, but it was like a thick blanket was between us. Like I could almost discern a shape and feel something, but there was no communication really. Mm. Just an awareness of each other. It's like something was blocking us. But maybe you can bypass that. I think so. Barriers are a lie. Mm, Barriers are definitely real. (laughs) (laughs) Threshold, come on. 
but I have a lot of thinking to do. I think if you don't mind, I'll head back. I do not mind, and I'm happy to take you. But Captain you're going to get in then, trouble. <laughs> yeah, and, and then he says, um, "Can I call you by your first name? Because I think our connection is now deeper." I will say in private. Okay. Sure. Or actually, no. What he would ask is, um, "I call you by a formal title, but how would you like me to call you?" When we're alone, you, you can call me Theo or Theodosio. Uh, I am hesitant about that level of familiarity if there's anyone else around. Just because rumors and reputation and I wouldn't want people to get the wrong idea about us. Of course. I, I know I shouldn't really care what they think because I know the truth, but it's still... Hurts a little. Hmm. It does. Thank you for your understanding. Of course. Shall we go? I will always endeavor to give it to you. Yes. Let's. Guys, make your way down to Camp Theo. Uh, probably have a little conversation, perhaps, with Catherine there about arranging mm. a... Uh, home raising uh yeah yep some very likely some sunday um and yeah i like that um and uh cloak also says like what am i saying um uh he also says to uh catherine if you have need of anything um at any point please know that i will aid you to the best of my ability And it's Theo sort of nods at Catherine. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, I I appreciate that, Mr. Broussard. But, uh, I mean, what you're already giving us is monumental. It will be our pleasure. I bid you good night. And you... Like she helps Theo into the into the wagon. There, there's yeah, some more, Theo's still pretty messed up. Yeah, there's some some more mothering, but it's basically enough to just like okay, lay on your side so you can sleep, and we'll deal with this more in the morning. I want to check in on Velosia before I go to sleep. Mm -hmm. Which I imagine she sleep. You know, it's it's all three of you in the in the cart. Mm -hmm. uh, um, I want to have a look at her soul. Okay. Uh, I mean, initial mage sight on. She looks much like any other people that you've seen. But not like me. No. Layla. Um, can I scrutinize? What? Uh, I'm scrutinize to see if there's scrutinize is more for like a mystery, a thing you don't understand. Um. Perhaps okay. you're more looking at soul marks. Yeah, okay. Soul marks will work. Mm -hmm. I was uh, thinking about it, trying to find like a way into her. 
Um, that works. What do I need? I don't need anything really. Unattached souls, so just instant cast. Mm -hmm. And yeah, you're just dealing with her potency. Or excuse me, your potency versus her resolve, which I imagine isn't super high. Well, actually, she may have a pretty tough resolve. Um, just one Yandra, right? If you want to do it immediately. Well, I don't want to be obvious about it, but I guess I can even Can I get a two plus two for using her as a Yantra? I mean, you pluck a pluck a hair <laughs> um, you know, something similar. You could. Uh, yeah, uh, you could use two Yantras. It's just a question of what Yantras you're using and how obvious are they. Like concentration is a pretty easy one. Yeah, so I'll go concentration and uh, using her as a yantra, like in my relationship with her, and just because of the awareness of what she's seen. I mean, I don't really know what she's seen, but I know that she was present for my awakening. Mm -hmm. Yeah, those are was, those are that's more of connection than yantra. Uh, but mm -hmm. like I said, having a hair of her, you know, yeah, that's okay. that's totally fine. Can it'd I get a plus, two from that or just a one? Yeah, that'd be plus four total. Because you have something that is part of her and then concentration is plus two. So long as you're not doing um, anything else, which you're not. Uh, four, four, four. So just four. Yep. Hey, I'll take it. Cool. So with uh, death three, that gives you three potency. You took uh, two more via penalty, so that's five potency, giving you one soul mark. Okay. Ooh, wow. Yeah. wow. That's what I'm talking about. Her resolve that's is good high. to know. <laughs> She's been through a lot. Yeah. Um, I'd like to know if her soul has been tampered with. And I'm just because I'm me, I'm trying to I'm imagining a broad definition for tampered with. If something has happened to her, to her soul. Concern persistent conditions. If they're awakened, a supernatural created soul stone has had her soul tampered with. Um, no. Okay. A little girl is tough. All right, mm -hmm. that's it. I'm done. Cool. I'll go to sleep and dream healing thoughts. <laughs> All right. Um, actually, since we're right here at our break, we good to just bump over to the break. <laughs> uh, we pick up with uh, uh, everybody at this point back in town. It's the 15th. Uh, Theo has probably spent quite a time resting. Um if you if you are just there um, and not working today, I'm okay with we basically like you and Catherine just fixing you back up. And, you know, it's basically going to be most of the day, um, and you're going to look a little bit like a mummy. You're going to have bandages wrapped about this, that, and the other, um, but uh, that'll handle all those lethal wounds that you had accumulated. 
um, I guess uh, Jean-Paul uh, is going to be doing mind stuff um, and potentially having some revelations with the cult. We may get around back to that. And uh, yeah. Uh, but meanwhile, at the same time, and we've actually kind of gone over it, Isabel and Gisela are back in town after their morning trek out to uh, the Hallow and Locus. Uh, and we can pick up with either one of you. Kind of. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm going to go on home. And try to get inside without getting super noticed, because I imagine I'm kind of muddy. Yeah. Uh, well, unless you, you know, get into the river a little bit and, you know, splash yourself down, and then you'll just be soaking wet. Mm. Your call. I was going to try to sneak in, and if I got caught, just explain that I was down the river and I slipped. Sure. Um, yeah, go ahead and roll dexterity <laughs> plus stealth. I don't have any of those points. And that's fine, because we're, we're going to see if we can... Th- this is the sneak past mom check. Rolling. One die. Is it a solid die, or is it a chance die? It's one. I have two dexterity and zero stealth. Alright. Nope. No. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I rolled a one. Nice. <laughs> Fortunately, we are not playing old stuff. But, yes. yeah, so... <laughs> no more critical botches. Uh, yeah, so like I, I, I imagine it's the you know sneaking in the front and everything's fine and you're like aha and you, as you just walk by your mother just like blatantly and she's going Gisela, what has happened to your dress? Yeah, sorry, I was taking a walk down by the river and slipped. I was about um, I'll fix it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and I think like especially she's got the two that are already enough of a handful. She's like, "That's fine. It's your dress." Uh, <laughs> and you get that that little edge of mom mm-hmm. attitude as she just like leaves you to do your thing. And again, you're a, 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 an adult, and you know have have your own money and have your own job, and yeah. Um, but yeah, after getting changed and you know doing some some dress maintenance, um. Uh, heck, do we want to roll? <laughs> um, um, I mean, I have all these points and crafts. A specialty in uh, home goods. I know. <laughs> uh, and, and because I know you talked about like actually doing some of that work, and I actually mentioned it to... Mm-hmm. Who, who is it that you were talking to about making dresses for... I don't know. I think I, like, I know I've mentioned it, but I don't know if I yeah. said it to someone. But Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but yeah, I basically wanted to work on like patching up any little holes in it while looking at my dad. Sure, I like that. I yeah, wanted we... to use the sewing as a yantra. Sewing as a yantra. So well, with, with the threads. threads okay, all right. I'm, I'm. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. Uh, yeah. So yeah, don't even don't even roll the craft. But yeah, that we can use that as your your yantra as you're you're playing with threads and yeah, uh, it's it's late enough in the afternoon that you know your dad is back from his shift, which started you know before dawn. Is back. Your mother is cooking dinner um, as he is. You know he it, it, it's mining. It's hard hard work, and so he is leaned back and you know just like sitting on 
a chair and just like existing for a little bit. I don't know if there's a spell there in we go. the book that does. And what are you specifically trying to find a spell for? Like, I want to see marks on his fates, like things that are influencing, because I believe fully that we are, in fact, cursed. So I want to see what that looks like. Gotcha. Um, Up until this point, I haven't actually gone looking for it because I didn't really want to see it. Right. Yeah, it's the the looking into the mirror. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, but but at this this point... It's interconnections with okay. uh, with the uh, the plus two reach, which basically lets you get specific information about a destiny, such as a doom with your destiny merit or parameters of conditional durations or anything else like that. That's the big one. Okay, so it's it's one dot. Where is it? Mm-hmm. It's the smack dab start of fate. Okay, so I need instant range and then those two, right? So four. Mm-hmm. It's four. Uh, the Yantras, that's just a one, right? Uh, unless you use, I mean, because you can still use two Yantras. It's just a question of what other Yantra might you be using. Concentration wouldn't work because you're still, like, you know, needle and threading. Mm-hmm. But. Like, I don't know. I can't use connections as yantras can i that's a space thing and even space cannot use it as a yantra okay yeah i was basically trying to use the fact that i think i have the same thing on me but Mm -hmm. i don't think it works no not quite no you're gonna uh well i mean actually the the act of sewing being one yantra um but i'm trying to look over the other acanthasy um stuff that might be is it a silver needle i don't know is it i would imagine not probably uh, not no no um uh, yeah so we'll, we'll just put the plus one uh yeah and, yep i must have no power i'm overreaching by two Oh, that's right. Yeah. You only have two fates, so yep. Sorry. Only have fate two. Are you spending mana on this? Uh, yeah, I'm full up on mana. I'll spend two. Okay. Oh no, what did I do? I clicked accidentally on the gnosis bar. I was like, no, that's wrong. Oh, don't do that. Yeah. Uh, so that is a success on. Oh wait, no, hang on. You spent two, so that is not because it's not, uh, it was a chance die. Um, so not a success. Okay. Excuse me. So roll your two, five, eight. Yeah. Wait, oh, hit the wrong button. Six successes. Well then. Exactly. Is this our first exceptional success on a spell? Okay. Cool. Uh, Oh, that's right. Uh, So take a willpower back, because that's from the exceptional. And then what would you like to do with your exceptional success? Um, I would like to get 
I always can just tell you who's any of them. Um, so they're probably gone now, but uh, I'd like to get a condition that would help me, um... Unentangle, parse out what is wrong related to the the fate. Yeah, I guess, um, yeah, uh, a bonus to a cult, actually. Because uh, uh, it's, it's something I meant to mention, but uh, we had... We, we definitely got sidetracked before we started uh, is, is using occult roles to actually like interpret what you were seeing with mage sight a little bit more mm-hmm. um, okay great so um, but yeah uh, and the spell of course does go off um, it is a unveiling spell so it is cast on you um, and you basically study the uh... I can't remember Oh, that's right. Yeah, no, you're casting this on them. I hate the way this spell is written up. It's written really confusingly. Right, but regardless, you're only worried about the one subject right now anyways, mm-hmm. so. But yes, you can determine, yeah, you are discerning specific uh, information about the subject's destiny, so your your father's destiny. Um, cool. Um, so immediately, you know, more than what you normally see from Fate Mage Sight, which gives you an idea that they may have a destiny and notices when people are particularly lucky or unlucky and things like that. This kind of hits you in a wave of a lot of symbolism um, that you're some of it you're immediately able to recognize. Um, notably, you you immediately see the big weighty, especially using the uh, the 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 seamstress kind of terminology these big nasty like moth-eaten holes in your father's destiny um these spots that should be nice and good uh are just rotten away or worn away um and and you immediately interpret them as spots of bad luck that he's Mm -hmm. gonna run into um Mm. and they're just all over the place um you know big tapestry of his of his future life right um and just all these little spots and some are bigger some are smaller um and like the more you look into it there's just little bad luck everywhere and just because it's dramatically interesting uh you are watching him as he's you know just kind of resting and stuff like that and the chair breaks underneath him just suddenly the leg just gives out and he just crashes the floor there's a lot of cursing and grumbling and kind of pulls it up and looks at it and, you know, basically walks outside to basically manufacture a new leg for it, you know, just with some spare wood and stuff like that. It's like, he should be resting. He should be relaxing. Instead, his chair breaks. Okay. <laughs> um. Mm-hmm. I want... I don't know what I would be looking for if I want to see the cause. Um, yeah, I think you can definitely see that um, somewhere in all this deluge of information. Um, so yeah, this is where we get into that int plus occult rule. Okay. I have a specialization in curses. <laughs> I think this one will apply. Uh, specialization gives you plus one an exceptional plus one okay 
plus one, and uh, that condition I just got is a one or a two. Two. <laughs> For one success. Hey, that's 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 what you needed. Uh, yeah, and so digging into, and you know, I th- imagine it's kind of in her amago and kind of manipulating this in her head uh, as she or as her hands continue to you know sew along, um, and you see the the moths that are eating at your father's destiny, um, and playing into some of her own background and stuff like that. Like the the sudden zoom in of these these moths that are eating at your father's destiny, and you kind of zoom in, and they are fae. They're they're fairies. They're straight out of your story tell uh, story, not your storytelling. Out of your story stories, books. yeah, storybooks. That's the word. Um, awesome, you know, fabulous, you know, moth wings on you know these pixie esque bodies. Uh, Ralph, if you got a good good moth, throw it out there. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, I I was about to contribute. I was also twisted because uh, <laughs> clothes, adult clothes moths don't eat fabric. It's the caterpillars that do it. So, <laughs> but if we're gonna go with the fake fake moths, I mean, a white witch is a pretty pretty nice moth. And uh, there we go. This is all <laughs> metaphorical, right? As as we all go Google, Harvey, go Google so, this moth. <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's a beautiful moth. Oh, that is pretty. Go Google it, kids. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yes, uh, you know, and I think to just flow off of that, you know, they, they're in these elegant, you know, white gowns and the the fae image that you were saying is just of these absolutely, you know, elegant, beautiful things that are just carving away at this destiny and then like they look you know elegant ballroom ladies right very but, pretty and they're wrecking my dad's life and then you get <laughs> sight of their face and black sclera eyes uh Ooh. when they they're talking to each other you see just absolutely nasty like not shark teeth but like riddled with rot and decay mm. but also wow spiky and sharp and stuff like that and oh, so it's wow. this like elegant look and you know external but you know the inside which if you've ever studied fey yup <laughs> like you don't mess with them they're rotten on the inside okay not all of them but sure um and yeah they're just chowing down um and let's see here let me let me dig back into the book here uh specific information about their destiny the doom yeah, uh, so you don't necessarily get the why he has this affected destiny or but yeah, something um, and in her mind it is coming across as Fay are just poking holes, ripping apart all the good stuff or not necessarily good stuff, but just causing mayhem and destruction in his timeline and his destiny. Okay. That's a start. Mm-hmm. Now I need to figure out how to fight the Fae. Or finding how it started, or oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um 
That might be it for right now. Like, I'm trying to decide if I want to have like the conversation with them now or in the future. Your call. Um. Yeah, you know, I want to go help him build the chair, fix okay. it. Yeah, and so we'll have you step out that way um, where you can look to the horizon and just on the the ridge there, you can see Isabel atop Jose, um, the horse, and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, staring at these, you know, clouds that are coming. And I imagine, you know, imagine Isabel's got like a good travel cloak. You know, it's like, hey, if I'm going to go get rained on, I'm not wearing a pretty like waitress dress. Yeah, and it's kind of flapping in the wind. Um, and I imagine you're jumping in media res. Mage side is on. Uh, the mana spent to be able to communicate with stuff for a scene. Oh, me? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, as Ganem is, you know, it's just like, we really, Isabel, we really don't. Like, he's. Uh, like, I know you made a deal and all and made the deal with Purgatory and like you're making these deals, but if, like we can't hold you to them. Like you could just walk away. We don't have to be here. Which makes it all the better. To stay. Okay. Bang. Right. Right. So what's your plan? I'm like, I- Isabel does not have fangs, but if she did, they'd be bared, right? right? <laughs> Um, is there a, uh, resonance about? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, there, there's, you know, resonance everywhere, but the, the specific storm resonance has definitely, like, now that the wind is kicking over, the rain hasn't hit you yet, but the storm is here. Mm-hmm. The water just isn't. Cool. I'm gonna grab some. Essence, hopefully. Mm-hmm. And you currently have four or five now slots open for essence. Mm-hmm. Behold, Isabel. The one, the half mana, half essence wonder. Yeah, exactly. Split down the middle right now. We need to get you an essence sack. Uh, let's see. So I've got my flute, and then trying to think of another appropriate yantra here. I'll be honest. The like just the environment, mm-hmm. yeah. The storm. <laughs> okay. Do do do. Uh, six dice. Three, four. Yep, six dice. Instant and ranged. Right. Sort of. I don't know where you are out there, but 
get over here. <laughs> in reference to the resonance and the essence, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ash, did you just um, say get so over here? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, did I just read read those lips? I think I did. Yep. Six dice. One hey, success. That's all we need. Uh, and potency. And oh, yeah. So literally five, off five. essence. Yeah, which. Um, I'm imagining that uh, it's sort of. the Because the book actually talks about mana having resonance and stuff like mm-hmm. that too yep and it's not just like flavorless stuff but like especially with the essence like because it's not technically supposed to be there but like having spirit lets you do this mm-hmm. right so i'm imagining that it influences your pattern mm-hmm. and like all of the the nimbus that i'm leaking out into the world is like like the the music staffs are fucking lightning bolts and shit mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and peals of thunder instead of music notes and yep uh yeah yeah because i mean you got you got to put hair the standing on end somewhere and everything like that yeah. yeah so it fits into the pattern i love it and, and for me i feel like for anybody else looking and so we you know cut back over to gizla not actually for a scene but just the, the moment of looking at towards the store and there is for a second you feel like the storm has just lessened suddenly. It's like, oh, the storm is just, oh, no, no, it's still there. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) But there's just that moment where it doesn't feel quite so storm. Oh, okay. Um, As, you know, Isabel kind of lights up. I was going to say, like, draws it faster, but yeah. Um, And yeah, within the clouds um, and the storm, you know, Alfoth is moving. And you've been able to see this guy off in the distance this entire time, um, reveling in the storm, especially, you know, this time of year. It's, you know, it's April. It is time for all sorts of storms across, you know, this region. Uh, But you do that, you draw on that resonance, and Althoth just drops from the sky. Um, You know, very just, like, lightning bolt-esque, and just lands on, well, actually you know, floating, you know, sinuous, you know, dragon, you know, above the the grass. Isabel. Hello again. You bring me worship now? I appear to have learned how to do so, yes. Kind of like looking, looking about, clearly looking for like a vessel of some kind, uh, and then kind of eyes you directly, and big lightning dragon face, kind of hard to read emotions on, but it's mm-hmm. definitely quizzical. Like, mm-hmm. what are you doing? Not just like, like hold up my fingers, and there's just like Static. lightning jumping between them, like. A- Sorry, Thor moment. Ooh, sparkle fingers. Yep, okay. Um, Yeah, and... Kind of looks and says... That's a neat trick. And, like, big, massive, you know, lightning serpent tail. Just kind of whipping Mm -hmm. out and just kind of wraps about your arm. And it's not pleasant, 
Um, uh, take like a bashing wound kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Don't actually bother marking it because, well, actually, sure. yeah, go ahead and mark it just in case. Uh, Maybe. It's okay, Layla. It's fake thunder. Uh, and uh, wraps about your arm, and unless you're resisting, draw starts to draw just, the essence yep. out of you. And yeah, you watch for especially you know eyes open and all the lightning just kind of running out of your chest down your arm and up into this thing and the gold glow the light in it, in him just kind of you know reaches a peak and kind of settles back down again and there's a very like you know stretch and flex kind of motion uh, no arms but you know mm-hmm. um, and that is a very neat trick <laughs> like kind of watches you um what do you get out of this i learn you want to learn hmm what is more powerful in the natural world than a storm blowing over. <laughs> Get that. I mean, compliments and, and flattery gets you everywhere, but yeah, you know, puffs up right peals of thunder in, in the clouds. And so, um, forces is weird. Yes. Because influence fire lets you, like, make a fire go across a room or whatever. Mm-hmm. Influence electricity this is like, you can, like, hotwire a car or something like that. Mm-hmm. But you can't, like... But then, like, control electricity is where you, like... And at two dots, you can, like, do lightning and stuff like that. Yeah. But with one dot of electricity, can I just, like... Like, not direct the lightning, but just sort of play with it a little bit. Um, yeah, because, uh, let's see here. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're talking about the influencing fire. Yeah, because I think for in that specific thing, you're basically nudging fire to do what it fire normally does. And that right. spell influence electricity is very oriented towards electricity as modern people think about right. it. But lightning... Here in the middle of lightning. the storm, yeah, yeah, I think you've got more more control over it, similar to the way you do cool. with fire. Um, I'm just gonna roll. Uh, I got one dice of paradox. Oh yeah, yeah. If you're trying to do, because you're at least doing instant sensory range. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> You didn't overreach before. Good. Nothing. All right. Uh, Gnosis one. Forces one. Uh, flute. Oh, wait. I wouldn't have it because the flute is a dedicated magical tool. I keep forgetting I have this thing now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, it would be a chance die. Uh, but yeah. It'd be canceled out completely, can't it? Hmm? Mm-mm. Oh no, it's it just that's right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's if you got the two. Do right. real dedicated magical tools. 
four. Oh yeah, never mind. Using willpower. Oh, damn! Damn. The intent there to to mess with the storms, which and mm-hmm. and I, I feel like this is very good. Like, well, first off, regular failure, dramatic failure. Um, I'll take a dramatic. Cool. Um. <clears throat> All right. Where's that damage table? A little bit more bargain than a bargain for. Exactly that. Uh, electricity. Yeah, it's it's much. It's much. Yes. Uh, probably don't get struck by a full bolt of lightning, I right? Mean, I mean, it's, it's labeled here you lightning like bolt. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Uh, no, no. I, I definitely think this is definitely on the major side, though. Um, so it's going to be six bashing on top of what you currently had. So you may end up with some carryover. Well, I... Oh, boy. Damn. Just one one lethal. Okay. Yeah. As, like... And kind of set the picture up until the spell goes wrong for me here. Yeah, so it's like... She's she's talking about learning about the storm and the power that lies within it. And goes to show off that there's this other way that she can do this. And then, you know, reaches out. Like, almost to to touch him mm-hmm. and like pull pull the lightning around and, and off of him um, and yeah it loses the imago at the last second yeah and I think there there the there's the touch on the pattern you know on reality the spell starts to move some stuff and things go awry at the last second and that lightning rather than coming around him just skitters right off of him and just hits your hand hits your arm and just kind of dissipates across your chest and holy fuck does that hurt uh jose the horse is not okay with this and there there's actually (laughs) i I wasn't like on him that's fair for this Uh, yeah um because that's that's how the lightning that's how the horse gets struck by lightning yeah but yeah jose is like especially loud crack you know lightning moving and stuff like that uh to bolt give me give me an animal handling check it's there's no negatives to it but we're gonna see if Isabel has a really bad day. I think it's um, composure, right? To calm animals down. I'm good with that or wits, either one. Okay, yes, three dots either way. Cool. Which means it's two dots. You don't have any animal oh. handling? No. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, I get it, but and I, I could sworn. Oh no, that's right. You have ride. I have. Oh, drive so yeah, penalties. Oh fuck! Oh no! Wouldn't penalties apply to everything? Basically. Oh, okay. Thought it was just like physical. Things. You can use a willy though. That's right. That's fine. No, after that big electrical surge, it's probably all pretty tingly. One success. Yeah. Nice. But yeah, so there's that and your your arm and your chest and like wait, 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 Jose, come here, come here, come here, come here. It's okay, it's okay, it's okay. <laughs> like Is that like that brief flash of life? Mm-hmm. Just like, no 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 no, please don't. <laughs> please stay. Um uh, and yeah, kind of lean on the horse a little bit at this point, I think. Um uh, and like Alphoth laughs and it is not a mirthful it is far more malicious no. yeah. yeah and says no you are not ready 
to wield the storm, little thing. Exactly why I must learn. Uh, very well. You have given me this boon. You wish to know the storm. That sounds ominous. You may wish to let go of your horse. Atomization in three, <laughs> two, um, one. Atomization, more like elevation. As physically, Alphoth wraps about you and just flies up. Um, this is this oh, is not an elegant ride for Isabel no. in any way. Um, the body already like kind of in pain, being held physically crushed between some coils, not enough to do damage, but holding you tight and soaring up into the air. Gisela, if wasn't deep in conversation with her father, would just see this little bloop and up into the clouds. <laughs> um, where, uh, by the way, it sucks. Uh, it is wet, it is cold, it is loud. Uh, but... Uh, especially for Thyrsus. This is some adrenaline junkie. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yep. And you get... This sucks, but I fucking love yeah. it. <laughs> uh, you, you you proceed to have about a five-minute roller coaster through a storm, and it sucks and is awesome uh, before you are unceremoniously thrown to the ground deposited yeah deposited is a good word uh, beside jose and then alfoth is just gone just back up into the clouds uh it's like yep yeah, there you go hope hope you learned something uh and i imagine mage sight was on and you were like okay f- pressed up against the glass look at all the stuff oh my god uh yeah uh and specifically if you do want to like study we can definitely say that you know, during that right. we're aesthetic with forces and stuff like that. Uh, sure. Because that was, you know, a wild ride kind of vibe. Do I have wound penalties for that? Uh, no, you do not. Yeah. The, okay. Yeah. Ganem, Ganem handles. Yeah. Like I said, I, I, you don't need to roll. Oh, okay. Yeah. We can just say because otherwise, yes, you roll Gnosis plus forces a couple times over the five minutes. Yeah. Right. Uh, but yeah, you definitely get a up close. Oh, so this is what a storm is like from the inside. Um, you know, clouds are, yes, very fluffy, but ooh, a lot of this is very cold and smacking water mm-hmm. at however fast, you know, Alphoth is dragging you through sucks. Uh, quick. Yeah, quickly. With a quickness. Uh, lightning quick, might, might say. Uh, and yeah, you get deposited and Ganem is basically crawling all over you as you're deposited and he goes why (laughs) you're going to get us killed you do not appear to be injured no no but (laughs) you could have you are still alive (laughs) and just like 
sprawled in the like yeah because this grass and, the grass and scrubs and stuff and then the rain hits yeah yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yep uh but this well terrible no good very bad day no nah, it's fucking great but yeah i was to say theorists have a very different view of the world than everybody else um so so yeah um in that like last second before the rain hits mm-hmm uh, there's this sort of <laughs> coalescing of ideas, um, and uh, specifically that, that smell. Last, yeah, what's up? And specifically the smell. Yeah, the that smell of seconds before the rain. That little bit of ozone from the lightning and uh we call that petrichor do we now and uh yeah well yeah, maybe the not oils and the, yeah. the soil um, and moistened and volatile odors yeah. released and so the uh as the rain hits her uh isabel forms this idea of petrichor the calm before the storm. Hell yeah. And uh, then Sweet. we cut over to Gisela. <laughs> she lays in the fucking rain for a while. Right. Yeah. Because let's see, how, how many boxes of bashing do you have? Five. Five. So hour 15. Yeah. <laughs> he got hurt oh. earlier. He's got hurt now. It's terrible. Sorry about that, Griffin. Um, but yeah, so we cut over to uh, Gisela uh, having a chit chat with dad. Um, and like, was there because I imagine there's there's some slow build up helping work on stuff because the goal is to start talking about probably granddad and his dad. Yeah. And we can kind of pick up there, kind of like I said, in media res. You guys have been working at this stuff. You're trying, you're getting the uh, the chair leg kind of seated and things like that. And basically just handing him tools, kind of the classic hold the light while dad works on the car kind of scenario. I really wish people would stop shooting fireworks. Amen. So as we're working on it, um, So, how long have these things been happening? Ever since your granddad passed? Were they not happening? Was that when they started? For me. What does that mean? Well, you know, before that, it was your granddad who was really unlucky. As far as I know, before that, it was his dad. Do we know where it actually started? Yeah, with your great-grandfather. 
Do we know? Or was there any ever any reason given? Are we just unlucky? We're an unlucky family, but I mean, there's all sorts of stories, you know, that, uh, well, your granddad told me, you know, I chopped down the wrong trees, went to the wrong place, you know, don't know what caused my grandfather to be so unlucky but he wasn't and then he was then he was I, I don't know what he did you know there's no no evil witch he met in the forest and cursed him future generations um, I mean are we sure about that I mean not that he said mm-hmm. he didn't you know not you know set fire to some witch's hut or anything like that. Uh, you know, did lumber. So, you know, we've talked about this, you know, fled the trees, came out here, kind of looks to the horizon and just the fairly treeless and, you know, kind of looks at the chair and says, for all the good it did us. Didn't stop it. Yeah. Now my only question is, is it going to be you or your brother? Hopefully neither. Maybe we're lucky. Maybe maybe they cursed three generations. Even if they didn't I'm going to fix it. He <laughs> like pats your shoulders. And like There's it, a way to break it. Every curse has a way to undo it. If there is a curse, it's it could just be luck, bad luck on our family. And kind of like drugs. And like even as he says it, you know he doesn't believe no, that. He doesn't believe yeah. that. <laughs> like there's bad luck and then there's this persistent he can't get a break. I'm going to fix it. I've seen the books you're reading. Been reading. If there's anyone who can do I mean, it. Sure. It'll be you. Fairy tales. I don't know how helpful they'll actually be, but. Well, yeah. Fairy tales aren't working, so now you're talking with the scientists. Maybe. Have you told them? And like, he's got you to this, this, like, there's no way you've talked to them about this, but. I think they have some fairy tales of their own. Mr. Beth Yoon is a, is a well-regarded scientist. I don't think he believes in folk tales. I mean, These folks are buying some 
I mean, I guess alchemy is a science. But it's it's a fairy tale. So, but she she does like say, oh yeah, buying alchemical, you know, witch's brew yeah. kind of stuff. Kind of looks and goes. Some of their ingredients look like some some witch potions, but maybe they have a proper science use for them. It's, it's chemistry, right? And I'm, you know, I think he's, you know, trying to find the English word, you mm-hmm. know, and stuff. But you know, it's just. I mean, perhaps. Maybe. I don't don't know what they're doing, but maybe they can help. Well, I can't see that it'll harm anything if you ask them. You know, we're we're cursed as we are. I'm cursed. We're cursed. (laughs) Give it a shot. In the meantime, I went into the mine uh-huh. after the collapse because I wanted to see. See what? Anything. It's a bunch of rocks in the dark. I mean, the mine is literally the least interesting place to look in all of Purgatory Bluff. I mean, I wanted to see if anything caused it. Why it happened. The mine collapses. This is your problem. You know, th- these things happen. The You can ask any of the miners, especially the ones who have been here even longer than us. You know, you know this. The mines collapse. They have problems. Small cave-ins. Injuries on at work. That's mining is a hard business. Kind of gestures out towards the the graveyard. You know, there's quite a few brave men over there. Be considered. Maybe we could take up farming. I mean, we tried that. It didn't try it again. I don't I didn't like it. Didn't like the way it felt. No. And and I mean poor. I don't think anyone should go back. I don't think you should go back. Oh, talking about the mine. Okay. Sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. Um no, so so we nobody should go back to the mine, and like you get the the the, pa- the patronizing is real, you know. It's like yes, daughter, tell me how I should tell sixty odd people that you don't. I mean, I know I can't convince them, but maybe what I give up. You at least could be safe, and, and do do what go labor in a farm like we don't have we don't have the The money to ceiling isn't going to fall on you you're not going to be buried alive in a field no I just step in and I make decent money working at the store I can do more 
think you need to roll presence plus persuasion here, otherwise you may wound dad's pride. <laughs> I'm bad at this. No two dots of persuasion, that's still not great, but... I have used to willpower. Uh, yeah, he, he shakes. He's like, no, no, like, I, I feel bad enough that you're working there instead of finding a husband and, and, and having kids. Yeah, I'd like to see grandkids. Just saying. I mean, at some point, maybe. I mean, there's there's some minors I can introduce you to. I'm worried about a mind collapse killing you. Do you, do you want to introduce me to a minor husband? Okay, well that's that that's fair. That's, that 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 is a good point. But Anastasio has some nephews, and he has made that abundantly clear to everybody. At some point, sure, I guess. If I don't know, if I don't decide on someone else but right now I want to help the family I appreciate your stubbornness and willfulness definitely definitely one of mine um well and like at this point chair is done and he like turns it around mm -hmm. and sits sits on it adjusted and wiggles on it and make sure it's level kind of thing. Well, I, I, I will not make any promises. But if another opportunity comes up, you know, if Mr. Enright starts hiring ranchers again, cowboys, you know. If it collapses again, will you get out? I, I, ha I have to have an alternative. I have to have something else. Okay. I'm Would you have heard about a new homestead going up across the river? <laughs> <laughs> Probably not yet. Probably not, no. Do you have money to hire someone? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you? Okay, well. I suppose that's the best I can ask for right now I will be listening in for other opportunities yeah, if there's any place to hear gossip or news it's that store of yours mm -hmm. that's the idea well you know maybe Anastasio fire that lazy good for nothing clerk and hire me on instead and probably do better, better job. <laughs> kind of, mm -hmm. you know, the, the, the very, the very <laughs> fatherly teasing, you know, mm -hmm. and stuff like that. Like you, you've seen his A handwriting and B his math. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, dad, dad is definitely manual labor kind of stuff. But all right, let's get inside. Kind of looks up at the rain <laughs> that that is coming, and you know, heads yeah. back inside. Just before Isabel makes a, a splash landing. 
uh, and steps inside. <laughs> uh, hugs you to you know, hugs you to his side. Gets inside. There's you know, food starting to to get plated up, and you guys have a a good family meal. Uh, luck or not, this is a pretty good family. All right. And speaking of family, uh, we kind of cut over mm-hmm. to to Theo. And Catherine has, like I said, at this point, Theo has kind of turned a little bit mummy-esque. Uh, various band-aids here and, well, band-aids, you know, wraps and bandages. And mm. here's this. Dressings. Yep. You know, and you know, this scarf has now, you know, been doing double duty as a, yeah. But overall, doing better, feeling better. In the midst of that, I'm going to give that, spend a couple of mana mm-hmm. to heal a try. Sure. Mm. So I use it to reinforce my pattern. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, okay. yeah. Jean Paul Legba uh, told you yep. about it, mm-hmm. and your your opportunity to try it. Three mana and one lethal wound, I believe. One lethal or bashing. Right. Yes. Three. Okay. Unless you have life two, and it's one for bashing. Yeah. Yeah, because it's an equivalent exchange. One yeah. lethal to, for three, whether you're scouring or healing. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's right. Three mana when scouring. Um, so, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah. Catherine, you know, kind of finishes up with you and basically says, all right, well, there's some stuff in town I need to, you know, handle and I need to go talk to Anastasio about some oh, hey. deliveries. Hmm? While you're in town, can you make some inquiries for me? It depends on the inquiries. Well, there's give a couple you a scandalized guys, expression. Yeah, there's a couple of guys buried in the graveyard. I was just curious about their history. Oh, yeah. I'm sure that's not going to draw any new rumors on the pair of us. <laughs> as I walk around and ask people about men who have died a while back. Yeah, I scare your point. It'd be, <laughs> well, it'd be less weird coming from you than me. I mean, not much better, but I mean, if you need yeah. me to, I can. But you know, I'll be honest. Go talk to Gisela. I didn't think she'd been here that long. I mean, she's been here a year, and that general store here is everything. It's been like two years. Yeah. Two years. Yeah. Thank you. All right. Maybe I'll do that then. Okay. Yeah, it's like touches your head and kind of looks at your head. You know, it's like you're dramatic. Okay, all the good ideas staying in there. Okay. Um, and, you know, basically heads in and, you know, like I said, was going to go speak with Anastasio about some delivery stuff and, you know, some other things in preparation for the homestead. She's definitely like all on board, you know, all engines go kind of thing. And, you know, basically, you know, gives gives Valosia a kiss on the on the head as she walks out and kind of leaves the two of you for like, hey, like, mom is all beat up and you know just stay around here kind of you know situation hmm. also giving you time with, with fellows yeah um so typically um theo just keeps up a running dialogue mm-hmm. with Veloja, you know talking about what they're doing and what they're feeling and things that's going on around town and stuff and like would pause for answers, but just would carry on 
because there usually isn't any. Uh, yeah, which actually, because um, we've been I keep meaning to ask you out of character, uh, not out of character, off screen, but we'll <laughs> ask now anyways. Is she completely just uncommunicative or is it just nonverbal? Just nonverbal. Okay. That's 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 yeah. what the vibe I was getting, but I want to be sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like she'll indicate when she wants stuff. She'll talk in my hand to get my attention. Nod, shake yeah. her head. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that kind of stuff. No, but yeah, it's all nonverbal. Um, I wanted. Now that we're alone, I wanted to have another look. Mm-hmm. If I could. Um, where's my spell? Oh, so marks. Yeah, I'm gotcha. gonna try another. <sighs> that kid's tough. Mm-hmm. Hey. Uh, that's great. I just I increased uh, potency by another two. Oh, okay. I was like, wait, so, hey, you did four last time. Cool. Three successes on two dice. Yep. <laughs> Cool. Uh, but yeah, so two questions or two soul marks to look for, basically. Yeah. Uh, though, actually, real quick, before you say anything, let me reread that spell because I'm curious. Can determine the health of and then, OK, you determine. OK, cool. Perfect. I was like, do you notice two effects or? Yeah. So, yeah. Two things. Uh, to look So, for yeah, two things to look for any persistent conditions. Yes. Nonverbal. Or specifically, I think, would come across as mute. Okay. Um, any paradox conditions? No. Okay. Um, but let me come back around here to those conditions. Oh, you get three soul marks to look for? I only got one with four, with a minus four. Oh, you had four dice. Sorry, that you had six. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yep. Um, yeah but and specifically I, I think just because mute is such a like uh empty clue um i think more uh, actually roll intelligence plus occult sure <laughs> gotta do this more uh that's one of my good ones i know <laughs> like both like i think you and is it actually think you have a bunch of occult yeah, I got three dots yeah. for the specialization and cursing. Yeah, Cloak is occult four and specialization right. in voodoo as well. So. <laughs> Meanwhile, Chris <laughs> continues to play not nerd. <laughs> in a got, one. got one. Got the one. Uh, but yeah, got a so, lot of other um, good stuff, though. Yeah. Uh, looking over um, that condition, that persistent condition, that initially first glance over, you know, is mute, nonverbal and stuff like that. Um, I think comes across uh, more accurately and and sorry, I'm kind of doing this one off the cuff here. Um, Silenced. Uh, How to put this? Yeah. uh, Silenced by the supernals. Oh. Uh, Ooh. Or uh, in in terms of kind of visual, because I mean this is mage stuff, right? None of this is just one sense. Uh, you had this 
and again, this is all just in Mago. Don't yeah, don't yeah, Mago, yeah, yeah. Um, but just a like ghostly angel, very like the the angel in the cemetery kind of vibe, just leaning over and placing a finger on her, on Valoja's lips. There's no context of when and setting or anything, but and Valoja doesn't appear to be <laughs> aware of this being. But yeah. just that, and that's this kind of flash that you get as you look at this condition. Damn. This is honey. I tell you all the time, it's okay. Um, that you don't. That you're great just the way you are. But if you want to talk again. I might. I think I can help. Kind of, you know, the head tilt quizzical. I've been seeing things and learning things. I've made some new friends, and they've kind of told me about some new things that I'm learning. And I might be able to use those to help you if you want. You don't have to. You are fine just the way you are, and I love you just the way you are. But if you want me to help, to try and free your voice, I think I can. There's a like kind of uncertain head wobble kind of thing, um, and then like both hands grabbing yours right um and you know goes it's just it's a very like hesitant but definite nod like unsure but it's like it's curious you know because at the end of the day and correct me if i'm wrong valoja is generally speaking normal kid creative (laughs) and curious and you know laughs or probably um, probably doesn't quite break that boundary. Yeah, silently, but mm-hmm. like she displays amusement and right. enjoyment and things like that. Right. Um, but all silent. She's not like this haunted, you know, thousand yard no. stare. Yep. Um, yeah, she's in every other way just a normal kid. Um, so with that, I'll just pull her in for a hug and give her a kiss on the top of the head. And, yep. Um, just say, "Mommy, will work on that." It might take some time. Gives gives a big like nonchalant, no big deal shrug. Very exaggerated. Make sure make sure that like this message should please get across. Hmm. That imago is kind of haunting. Yes, and the Moros. <laughs> <laughs> All right, while I can shift, I'm processing. (laughs) Sure. Um, Cool. Uh, So uh, that, I think, kind of gives us a nice little wrap back around to Jean-Paul up at the the barracks. Uh, Mm -hmm. And, you know, you're kind of stepping in after having spoken with, uh, you know, Theo the night before, having some time that morning to kind of 
think <laughs> process. Yeah. So let's just say earlier in the day, he's probably met with Sunny K and Missy J. Mm-hmm. And mentioned to them that he now has, in many ways, greater responsibility than he's ever had. And that he's going to have to rely on them for more of the day-to-day leading of the cult. So... We can have that conversation in character yeah, if you like. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Because okay, it's, cool. it's, sounds good. Yeah, the 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 two of them kind of you know everybody else is mining and working. There's a you know couple others. Uh, uh, man, some of these names, man, I can't even. Uh, but you know, French. Yes, uh, <laughs> but you know, having trouble. Yeah, so, uh, because we're going to grab the, the the easy one there, that you know, Mackinson, uh, mm-hmm. you know, who's you know like, no, I'm not going back in there. You know, and has tried and has worked with you guys, but he's he's one of the like guys who's yeah, basically going to go to leaving. Mm-hmm. Uh, is you know kind of there and has given space, uh, and it's definitely like, uh, and uh, he and whoever the other might be are definitely like mm-hmm. we're not mining, but this this barracks has never been more immaculate. Has never mm-hmm. been, you know, like they're like, if if we're not doing that work, we're going to throw ourselves into some of this other work. Um, yeah. You know, but, um, uh, you know, giving you you three some space to, you know, kind of lean together and talk, you know, but uh, Messi, you know, kind of looks at you and says, what new responsibilities? I met Legbon. You've been mounted again? I went to Guinea. It's like both of them kind of leaning back going... No. I found a path. And I went there. And he says... Some of what I am going to explain, I can't tell you in complete terms because I don't think it's within your ability to understand right now. In part because of your stage of initiation, which you still haven't decided how you'd like to proceed. Um, And also because of the nature of what I've learned and what I've experienced. You know, we all came here from Haiti through strange ways. Understatement. Yes. I believe I did that. <laughs> Why? And like there you definitely get the twofold side of yeah. that of why did you do it and why do you yeah. think you did it? <laughs> um I think I have responsibilities here and everywhere wherein Legba can't be here, wherein the Lua cannot come, wherein they can't mount us, wherein they can't protect people and throw off the chains, break them, and liberate others. So you think... IT is a special place. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Drew. You you think Legba sent you here? 
sent all of us here. And no, I think I did. Hmm. And I am now, at least here, in this place, Legba. And yeah, uh, hmm. <laughs> presence plus persuasion. Sure, or... presence expression either. You know. Yeah. It was trying uh, to change a mood. I'm down with persuasion. Whatever you think makes sense. Um, either or is good, but you can throw your cult influence in here. Um, oh, okay, gotcha. That's good. Yeah. That makes yeah, a lot of sense. Because it counts as status, you know, amongst. Yeah, totally. That's a big deal. Yeah, let's, um, if I'm trying to change how they receive this, let's just do presence persuasion, even though expression's higher. And he really wants them to get this, so he's going to spend a winner. Yep. Give me that condition. <laughs> and success is on 15 oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Hot um, damn, that's a good roll. Yeah, I, I, I definitely think this is this is inspired. Like as as the right. words kind of start rolling out, um, mm-hmm. you know, you can I put it on them? Saying, Ooh, yes. I'm, I'm, uh, but I think it'd probably yeah, be more know, effective for what I want. I mean, conditions are great in getting beats, right? But what right. Cloak wants to do is get them to the ultimate outcome he desires is them believing his words and them aiding him in accomplishing his goal which is they're going to take responsibility and he can you know mm-hmm. um, invest more in right. what Legba has entrusted him with uh, but yeah um, and like I said like I think the words start to come out of your mouth and they just roll and roll and just not necessarily build up momentum in like a mm-hmm. steamroller sledgehammer kind of way but a like as you say things, you're, you're better understanding it out of your own head. Uh, you know, that, that very classic, like when you teach somebody else, you understand better. Um, and they are at the start, they're very not like this, this is some heresy. (laughs) Yeah, totally. This is, this is some, some not. Yeah. But as they listen, they're like, okay, okay, maybe. And cause I'm going to bundle in a little bit of like, because well I, I guess you could tell them some of the stuff because it's not actually supernal um, yeah but um, telling them of like you know going to Guinea speaking with Legba seeing Legba being Legba um, yeah. having you know having two women that you're not sure who they were approach you as the devil in the crossroads and being like mm-hmm. that's not me um, yeah which by the way was a very very important point um, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. uh you know, they kind of lean back and go, okay, all right. And, you know, they, they kind of look at each other and, you know, I think he's, I think he's serious. I think he's, he's not lying. It's, you know, Cloak, Cloak doesn't lie. Uh, I don't, he doesn't believe he's lying. Okay. Uh, but yeah, and, you know, <laughs> you know and I think, you know, you know, I think they're, they're, you know, a little bit of a smirk, a little bit of a smile, you know, uh, and, you know, Messy J saying, you know, I don't think, you know, Ungun Cloak is capable of lying. Um, you know, I think that's been beaten out of it. But, okay, well, you know, 
if you are stepping aside, not away, but aside, you know, Messi J says, then somebody needs to finish their initiation. Yes. They kind of look at each other, kind of eye, eyeing bet. each other, you know. <laughs> um, but, you know, I think... Uh, Yeah, you know, sunny day, you know, I'm hanging on, pull up their mm-hmm. write-ups real quick, make sure I remember what I was thinking of. Yeah, sunny day is a calm one, mm-hmm. messy day is the fiery one. Right, yeah, and sunny day says, yeah, I'm ready. You know I've been thinking means. on it, and <laughs> the right time to tell you both, but I'm ready. think I'm ready. <laughs> that hedge. There's no better time than the moment you decide. Do we have a place? This is a a weird place where we are. We don't have you know, live in houses like we did. We don't have our own rooms the same way. Well, Sunny Tate kind of looks and says, we may need to speak with, uh, oh crap. I have too many names in my head right now. Um, yeah, Marina and perhaps she will let me sneak in and they will lock me in behind the collapse. It will be plenty dark and isolated there. You would go there. It seems right. Considering all this and kind of motioning out to the mines. It is as close of a isolated sanctified well not even necessarily sanctified but you know sacred what does happen there has happened it is a place of pain a place of work and a place of new beginnings for many people and so it shall be for you prepare yourself we will do it this evening Messy J you know gets up you know pats her sister and like I will go find Marina And then um, he says, and once, once you are back, then we will tell everyone else of my new name and responsibility. And uh, similar to Theo, are you letting them all know, like, 
Jean-Paul is not to be spoken or is it a like is you know like we were talking about and you know Craig touched on the meta side of it you know like using your yeah. shadow name for everything can get sketchy it but can you don't know that yet <laughs> no totally don't also cloak is the person who would lean into that mm-hmm. um because of how he sees that legba's not here right so mm-hmm. um although it is a is a consequence to it right um the identity of Jean-Paul is something he's trying to pass off, right? Mm-hmm. Um, he's trying to do differently, and he's also trying to be a presence for... Or he's trying to represent the things that Papa Legba means to him, as mean to so many others. So if, if well, he doesn't has the, to... Go ahead. Sorry. Uh, doesn't the... Don't the people in the cult, all the maroons, don't they call you Ungan Cloak? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, that's great. Yeah, so that's that's where I'm going. Is um, in the context of the cult, I don't think it will be a problem at all. It'll be like I am walking away from that, especially around here, right? Like I am no longer the leader. Sanite, once she gets her name, will be the leader, right? right? It'll be Mambo, whatever that is, and you can call me, you know, this. You can call me Legba. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, Sunny Day is going to go into mine. That's cool. Um, he's had the conversation with um, the two of them. And he would also like to have a brief chat with um, Mackinson, whoever the second is. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, you know what he'd act- actually like to do? Let's mm-hmm. see. No, 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 no. I'm not going to do that right now. He would like to have a brief chat with those two. Because what I was going to say is he's going to bring up the house raising. But he's not. Mm-hmm. He's going to do that all as part of a big thing where we're celebrating Sanite coming out and there's new leadership and having talked to people want things to do other than mining. Um, and there's going to be at least a little time before new we're actually ready for to the raise cult. the house. What do you say? A new beginning for the cult. New era. Yes, new ex- opportunities. Ex- Hell yeah. Exactly. Make it one big thing. There's a Moro somewhere who's like, ooh, transition, but I'm, I'm on board. Yeah. <laughs> Cool. Uh, see what I actually, mean? You see what I mean about a gift? <laughs> um, which uh, brings us right at the end of our yeah. night. Uh, so mm-hmm. perfect. Uh, thank you all for joining us. Uh, this, this is a good one. This is a good one. Uh, not just because I have venom on the wall. Yeah. I, <laughs> um, but yeah. And the, the first Oniro's dive, the discovery of the Hallow, which nobody like we haven't even gotten into that because oh yeah you thought one oniros and and cloak legba uh gonna have to change a bunch of stuff on the uh, overlay uh is uh you know can't believe you're not even using cloak of the shadow i know the, 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 the... <laughs> we've been waiting to say cloak in character and i, I was like no <laughs> never mind yeah that's why remember well, guys he needed an honorific right you gotta have the title right and i was like is yep. it gonna work into and like you know Surprise. Yep. Drew and I chatted about it. It made more yep. sense to go with Legba based on how things worked oh, out. Just oh, hell yeah. I know, I know. But it, it could have been Cloak. It really could have yep. um, if he had gone the slightly murderous route. But it um, <laughs> didn't happen. Um, and uh, yeah, remember, kids, don't show up to a game knowing where your character is going to go. I mean, D&D is a little bit different because you got levels. But, you know, a game like this, 
spend XP wherever, buy new merits, all of a sudden realize, oh, I'm going to study this arcana because I got struck by that one lightning bolt and now I want to figure out how forces work. Or Beatratus and be like, mind shit is fucked up, so I'm going to learn it. <laughs> mm. uh, it's good stuff. Uh, so thank you all for joining us. As always, come by Discord. That is www dot space um, if the links aren't working for you uh, of course if you are hearing this video and you're like dude the link isn't working um, it is a-okay to post a comment and I will come rescue you as I did earlier this week actually yesterday uh, I will happily help you out um, if you want to support us monetarily that is patreon.com slash occultisanonymous or staylucky.club or www.staylucky.club um, and uh, we apparently have some merch ideas and suggestions so that may be coming back around uh, including upstanding gentlemen was a suggestion which I'm like that's ridiculous and terrific and we'll have to figure out how terrific. we're going to do that um, but yes um, and uh, that that and uh We'll see you next week. See y'all later.